Chris, I, I got monkeypox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. can't do it. <laughs> How did you get that? They say home is where the heart is, so I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. I'm gonna adjust myself here. Welcome to another episode of Doubly Negative. As always, I'm Chris here with my host, co-host, and good friend Kyle. Kyle, how are you? I'm okay, Chris. How you doing? Doing all right. I tried to bubble up the intro a little bit because we've actually got some stuff to talk about. I feel like it's been a while since we've talked about personal stuff. Maybe. Yes. So you know, back to yeah. Our we kind of went into the relationship advice rabbit hole a little bit. Yeah, and that's not going anywhere, but we're not going to, you know, spend too much time on it, depending on, you know, what we got going on in our lives, because we can't just make drama for ourselves for the sake of the show. And we don't lie to you guys. So maybe that's what we should start doing, lying, make up fake stories. I love lying. Awesome. Okay, so some of this may be true. Some of it may not be. Um, So. I guess we can start off with my issues because I'm selfish one and two because yours seem more severe than mine. Mine aren't that uh big. Um, I'm doing okay with them. Um, so still going to the gym, three weeks strong, doing all the exercises. Um, I've been hyper focusing on my body image lately, and that's been a recurring theme for me on the show. And uh it really bums me out sometimes when I look in the mirror. I know I'm doing things to, you know, improve that, but I find myself being very self-conscious even when I'm at the gym. So working through it, being very mean to myself, but kind of sucks how I'm finally doing things to improve this body image of mine. And it seemingly has gotten worse my outlook on myself and i don't know if it's because my expectations have changed or what doesn't it usually work the other way like when you get some momentum going you're starting to do the right things then you start to kind of perceive yourself better that's usually how it works for me yeah so it is working like that for me sometimes and then other times i look at myself and i'm like oh god like i just i just want this weight to be gone i want it to be gone and the numbers on the scale are the same essentially after three weeks doing hard cardio lifting i'm even googling is it normal to gain a few pounds when you when you start exercising again the first comment said yes so i'm gonna run with that it's all part of the process well obviously you already know this but you got to make sure that your diet is actually you got to make sure you're actually in a caloric deficit that's number one yeah um so Maybe you got to pay more attention to that, or maybe not. There is one more ace in the in the hole that I'll explain in a second, but you can respond to that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm at a deficit. Oh, then you're not going to lose weight. I'm eating less and better. But yeah, I feel like I'm you, still... You really got to make sure you are. Yeah, I guess I should be better about that. I went to Bezos last night. I'd always say, you know, I ate a lot. And brulee. <laughs> yeah, so maybe I just gotta do the second part of. I think I'm warming up into dieting. You know, 
because yeah. when you're not exercising and not dieting fuck it you know this is life you're not worried about it i finally get back into the exercising and i'll see hey i'm wasting a lot of time here i guess i got to make a change to the diet i think that's how it usually works for me it's tough man yeah i mean i i go through that sometimes or sometimes i just go pretty extreme with the dieting but that's tough that doesn't it's hard to sustain can lead to the yo-yo shit yeah um, which we do we like the yo-yo it's tough too because a lot of people act like it's so simple. Like all you got to do is find your, um, what do they call it? Your base calories, like what you're burning normally. And you can find a calculator for that, but who knows how accurate that is. And then you got to actually count the calories and that's, that's difficult. I don't know if I've ever done that successfully. I mean, when you're yeah cooking or whatever, how do you measure accurately? You, you just gotta, I don't know. You just, you just gotta be sure that you're eating a lot less than you do when you're an asshole, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm a little bit less of an asshole, but still a fucking prick, I guess. I'm not an asshole, I'm just that prick. Mm. So, all right, what's the second ace in the hole? I hope it has nothing to do with food or exercising, because I'm ready. Yeah, well, this is something I read about uh, a few years back, and it's pretty interesting. Not many people know about this, where it's it's not one of the commonly talked about things, but um, they tell you you shouldn't weigh yourself obsessively. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be looking at the number all the time. And one good reason for that is because it's not always accurate in terms of um, fat content. So what I'm talking about here is something I read about. It's uh, this, this guy named Lyle McDonald, I think. He was this Olympic speed skater, and now he's a really respected guy with nutrition and stuff. But anyway, he wrote this paper. It was about, oh, Hello. Michelle came in to give me an espresso. I told her it was okay. And then I forgot that I told her it was okay. Sorry. It's okay. Of course. That's Michelle. And there's Ollie screaming in the background. Sorry about that, Kyle. Thanks. Uh, Okay. So the, the paper was about, um, so you got fat cells. Mm -hmm. Um, not just you, by the way, sorry. You got. I thought, got fat I thought you might. I thought you might pick that out. <laughs> okay, yeah, I got fat cells. Go on. <laughs> so, so what what happens when you're losing weight is your fat cells deplete with fat, but then they fill up with water. Mm-hmm. Um, so for this reason, you might actually lose a bunch of fat, but your the scale might say the same thing because now that fat's been replaced with water. So sometimes, and this happened to my mom, I explained this to her because she was getting really down about herself. Like she was really in a caloric deficit. She was working hard, but the scale didn't move for like a week or something like that. But then all of a sudden she lost four pounds. So I think the, um, the paper had the word whooshes in it, in the title. And, and that's what'll happen sometimes. Sometimes your weight will stay the same, even though you're technically losing fat. And then all of a sudden you lose four or five pounds because all that water has gone too. Um, so it's just like that mechanism that's pretty interesting that uh, I, I had never heard about until I read about it. Yeah. So what you just told me is don't worry about a caloric deficit yet. You'll lose that water shortly. That's what I heard in my fat brain. What I'm saying is <laughs> don't get too obsessed about the number on the scale because you might be losing weight. But uh, but yeah. I've always been good about not really worrying about the number on the scale and just how I look. But I think now that I'm at this point in my weight where the scale means a lot, I just really want that. Uh, I've gotten to the point of, holy fuck, that's got to come down. I've always thought um, 
judging yourself based on how you look is definitely better than weight, of course. Yeah. But it's also tough because it happens slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was always pretty good at judging myself based on like athletic performance. Um, especially with like body weights, like pull-ups, for example. So if your pull-ups are going yeah. up, that that's there you go. That's good because that means you're either losing weight and your strength is staying the same, or your strength is going up and your weight's going the same. But anyway, like if, if you're working out in a few different ways and those are going in the right direction, you're eating pretty healthy. You, you, you can't go too wrong as long as you're working out and dieting to some extent. Yeah. And you know, I did notice my Stairmaster uh, exercise the other day. I was able to go harder for longer, like same amount of time, but I was able to up the, uh, I fluctuate the levels. That's yeah. I've been trying to crush the Stairmaster, trying to get double cheeked up. I just want, you know, a nice ass really, which sure. is weird for Who a doesn't? guy, but as a, as a former power lifter, you know, you take a lot of pride in your cheeks and your quads. Absolutely. So the main area of focus. Actually, I, I'm pretty good about that too. I just thought of something else. Um, it can help if you shift what you're focused on to kind of benefit yourself in, in like this way. Like, let's say you're doing the Stairmaster. You're also lifting and you, you got all these different exercises, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. I would kind of focus on whatever I'm getting better at. So even if I'm, I'm running and, and the, the times are the same, but my squat goes up, I would focus on that. Be like, oh, that's good, pretty good. And then maybe my squat would say the same, but my running times get better. You focus on that. And that, that'll kind of keep, keep you positive. So I guess just look for the wins where you can get them. It's a long fucking road. Yeah. And I think the first thing I'm going to do is I'll, after I eat dinner, I'll weigh myself and then weigh myself in the morning. So I'll have that fake number in my head that I know I manipulated and use that as progress. Well, hopefully that works. I don't know. It doesn't sound too good, but you gotta, you gotta <laughs> trick yourself. You gotta, you gotta sometimes play, play tricks on the mind. But does it work if you know you're tricking yourself? I'm stupid enough to make it work. I believe that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we can move on past the weight thing before we go. Have you uh, been back since I know you just got over COVID and stuff and you're feeling awful but you uh you haven't changed the temperature once this episode so we're already not yet no but are you doing better you're still feeling some of the some of the stuff some of the symptoms i don't know man like i told you i've been feeling down and um i don't think i'm still sick but i'm just really lazy and unmotivated and it could be entirely mental or it could be, what did you call it? You called it the post COVID blues. Yeah. I like that. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll skip the other thing. Cause I, I know we said we were going to talk about me first, but that's a good segue. We'll go into what you're dealing with. Um, I feel like it definitely makes sense. Cause you just kind of get your, ass, like in this instance, you get your ass kicked for two weeks. You can't do anything like physical so that's one thing that you're out of the routine of you can't see anybody because you have covid so you're just kind of stuck within four walls and i think that's what kind of you know led me into that little anxiety attack when i had covid that mixed with the copious amounts of edibles but the you know being stuck thing didn't help and i think that could be a huge part of it it sucks man yeah and i think that is part of it 
like not really socializing too much except with Tika. Yeah. Um, just makes me feel like out of practice and just like uncomfortable around people. And there's this antisocial thing I got right now that I guess I kind of always got it, but right now it's kind of ramped up. Like wherever, wherever I am, I just kind of want to be away from people. Yeah. I wanted to get out of the house last night. So I went to the beach and the whole time I was just trying to get away from everybody else at the beach. And then today I went to the cafe and I found this nice place outside. I went and took a shit and then I come back and there's a bunch of people around me. I'm like, damn it. Just, just want to be not around people. And and it sucks. It's uncomfortable. So do you, is the reason why you want to be away from people? Cause it's not like, you know, these people, is it because you have a fear of interacting with them or being around people is genuinely infuriating you or making you anxious? Kind of both. I don't know. The, the, the best example I can give is just buying the coffee at the register at the cafe today. I definitely felt anxious with the cashier, just like out of practice socially. But then the other way is like when I was outside and then there was people around me, they're not doing anything to me. They're, they're just doing their own thing. But even them being next to me, like I can hear them talking. It was like irritating. Yeah. So it's like social anxiety, but also, I don't know, this is a really bad mixture of just like, I want to be totally alone. Social I just want to go in the woods or something, just be by myself for a week. Yeah, you're going to tell Tiki you got to go back to that place you were at like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, where you had to cross a bridge that was broken. That's the kind of maybe that's that's why you're even more like this. You really enjoyed not being around anybody. You are a guy that likes your private time. You were just at a place where, you know, there wasn't a lot of people around. That was not English. I lost myself. There's no ones that are the people around. <clears throat> no, you're right. I told her last night I missed. Um, I, I had this. Yeah, I was missing this place we were staying at. The, one of the first places we stayed at last month. And it was super secluded and peaceful. And yeah, I missed that place. And I, I think a, a little bit of it has to do with um, I moved into the, the other place that I'm in now. And it's I mean, it's totally fine, but I don't feel like I have as much space like the, the neighbors right there and I don't have to see them, but they're just right there. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like you had a pretty private area where you were before, like a whole outdoor spot where you could exactly. Sit. So yeah. you, you don't have that, like an, a similar outdoor area where you can just chill no. outside and no one's going to be around. No. Oh, you see, you're a guy that likes to be secluded. If you're not going to be in a secluded area, like you were before, I feel like you kind of need a spot where you have that little, you know, outdoor place to just chill i think i do man because like it's one thing to be hanging out in your room all the time and it's just these four walls and you go outside you're uncomfortable because the people are right next to you like you can't at least there you feel like you're going out you feel like you're leaving the house you're getting sunlight you're feeling better but you don't want to do that now because you don't have your own spot I think you're right. I think this is a huge part of it. I think it has to be. Yeah. Like you, you had like a private pool, didn't you? Yeah. You don't have that now. I'm going to have to shell out a little bit more money. I think I was attracted to this place because it's just so cheap, but um, 
But yeah, I think that's a requirement for me. You're finding that it's not worth the less money to sacrifice the other things. Maybe, yeah. That's an important thing to do in life is, yeah, like you want to save money where you can, but at the same time, is the cost that, the extra cost you'll be spending worth it? Yes. Sometimes you don't find out until you actually make the move. Luckily, you're in a spot where it's not like you just bought a home. You got to sell it. You can just say, yeah, this spot's not working for me. Next month, I'm going to move. I think you're right, man. Definitely. And it's, uh, yeah, you look at it as an investment. It's like, um, I, I, I get caught up in that sometimes. Yeah. Like sometimes with gym memberships and stuff too. Like there was a while where I was going to this super cheap gym. Um, and the gym that I liked was way more expensive. And I was like, oh, it's too expensive. But what does that really mean? Why, why did I have that mental block? Why was it too expensive? It wasn't like I could afford it. It was just more expensive, but it's it was easy. It. It's easy when you find, oh, I can get something similar for half the price. Yeah. Okay. That's why Planet Fitness is so popular. It's not just you. Everyone has exactly. that shit. So do you think you moving out of that place might have Tika questioning your motives to moving out of the place now that you guys are so close. You know what I mean? I feel like you're not living together, but it's almost like you're moving out. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it's definitely coming to my mind because I've been, I've been thinking about it for, for a little bit, but I haven't talked to her about it. I guess. Cause I wasn't like, I wasn't super decided and I'm still not a hundred percent decided, but yeah. Um, but I haven't brought it up and it, that definitely entered my mind, but she'll definitely understand. I especially do. with the rationale that we're talking about. Like it makes sense. Yeah. I feel like you should talk about it before you're 100% decided kind of have a back and forth. Cause you are in a relationship. It's not always going to be all about you. You got to give and take with your partner. I know you're not married. So maybe I'm looking at it through like the lens of you guys are married. Cause that's all I know now. I forgot everything else, but having an understanding to make sure it works for both parties involved and being aware of how it'll affect her and why, you know, why is he moving? I know that would, if I was in her shoes, I would probably be like, is it because he's too close to me? Like you got to make sure you're just reassuring her. Like it has nothing to do with us. It's just mentally. I need the space. I feel like my brain's not working well too. Like just being in this lower state. I just feel stupid. The COVID fog is fucking real, dude. Yeah. It's real. Like now, I don't know if it's because like I'm stoned or if it's like, oh, this COVID. <laughs> okay, you just feel like you're not there. Speaking of COVID, great segue. So, um, <laughs> try. I need to be as vague as possible. I didn't work this out in my head. So this is a little. Is segue. that even possible? How are you going to do this? Well, no, 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 because we're going to spin it into you know. Um, realizing friends' faults and then cutting them out rather than trying to fix it. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, fuck, dude. I don't know how I'm going to do this without being obvious. I really should have worked this out in my head beforehand. But let's just say I had someone saying things about me that weren't true, blaming something on me that wasn't my fault. Didn't know this was happening. They kind of said it like as a joke within our friends, our friend group. But we all laughed because we knew it was so stupid. Come to find out, this person's telling people outside 
of the group that something is my fault and it is not my fault. It was clearly his fault. Everyone involved knew it was their fault. Is that as undisputed as you're making it right now? 100%. So that he knows there, there's no way he could actually think that it's your fault. I, there should be no way, but you know how he works or she. <laughs> Definitely not she. <laughs> but you know how that brain works. Okay. And he or she could convince themselves that anything is true. And I've seen it happen when multiple people knew something was not true. I don't okay. think he or she listens, so good. And and now you're saying as a result of this, you want to cut him or her out. Mm-hmm. Or they. Or they. Yeah, right. So it's not even like a cutout. There's not going to be this big thing. It's just going to be me putting a little distance. Don't need that. That garbage. Now, he, she, or they, do they even know that you've had this, um, this reaction to the situation? No idea that I know. But this is one you of those think, things. Yeah. This is the type of person where they will dig their feet in and they will not change their their mind. And this is a recurring thing. Who knows what else is being said in other situations that I'm involved in that he's saying to other people that aren't true. Who knows? This is just the one I found out about. So you don't think uh, that communicating is even worth it? No, it doesn't. I wouldn't change a thing. Okay. Not a hmm. damn thing. And uh, I think being able to recognize that in people and not hang on, like, you know, when like, oh, we've been friends for a while. I gotta, I can't like just not hang out with them because I've seen people struggle with it. So I had a friend telling me about a group chat they were in and everyone, they've been friends for so long, but they always put this one person down over and over again because they don't want to see him succeed. And that's the God's honest truth. I've seen some of the stuff they say and it's just rude. And it's like, why don't, why do you still talk to him? It's like, well, you know, my brother's in there and what's it, why is he being an asshole? Why is he putting you down over and over and over again? Like genuinely, like those not the type of people you want to surround yourself with. You have to be able to cut bait with people regardless of how close you are with them, if they're doing something that's that shitty and affecting you negatively. Yeah. Yeah, man. Definitely. As a 31-year-old, you don't have time for that. I got to work. I got a wife. I got a dog working on a kid. I've got friends that genuinely care about me. Genuinely nice people. I'll spend my time with them. I'm not going to accommodate some fucking asshole. And this is someone Damn. that I do favors for all the time. Like, oh, hey, can you do this? I need this. And, you know, hey, this isn't working. Can you give me some tech support? Like, always the first. Yeah, let's. I'll, yeah, whatever you need. How would you react if uh, he approached you and, and said, hey, what's going on? How, you, how come you've been so distant lately? I would say something. Yeah, I would be like, you know, I, but this is a situation where someone else told me and that if I tell 
him, then it'll be obvious that that other person told me. That would be a problem? Mm, yeah, I kind of don't want to throw them under the bus unless I get their their blessing. Mm, okay. So that's something I would want to do first. See, good person taking other people into account how the situation will affect them. Let me check with them, see what I can do. Yeah, well, I'm sorry you're dealing with that. It sucks. There's another thing there, though. Why am I always putting other people's wants and needs before mine? Why am I letting what this other person says I can do about the situation? Because it'll involve them if I do say something. But that's me putting you know, their wants and needs first. I feel like I very rarely say, well, I really want to do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that because it benefits me. Mm, yeah, I got that too. I, I think I would, I would have the same thought as you. Like, uh, oh, I'm not supposed to know that. I don't want to throw them under the bus. I think I would probably do that same thing. But you got to weigh that against how much you actually would want to have that conversation and potentially throw someone under the bus. Yeah. Um, it sounds like you kind of did that calculation subconsciously like you already knew the answer yeah um but no, i don't know if no you, if you do want to communicate with this guy maybe it's worth it i don't know yeah no i don't think it is i'd rather keep this other person uninvolved and maybe it'll work itself out i'm not saying this is it it's done but you know if that person happens to be like hey what's what's going on oh dude my bad i just said that because blah blah blah, blah which would probably also be a lie but you know, you were here, right? Half an arm's length with the rest of my friends. And now if things get, you know, reconciled, you're going to be here. Full arm's length away. Maybe over time, you'll get a little closer again, but I won't mind hanging out with you. But you're, we're not what we were, okay? So, so you see this as a very big offense. It's just annoying. Like, you're painting me out to be a villain with something that, was not my fault at all to benefit yourself. That's selfish behavior. Hmm. Behavior that I don't have time for. It's not even, it's just, you know, why are you doing that? How do I trust you with anything? Given the nature of your bullshit. Why? It sounds like you're doing the right thing then. Yeah, I guess... I haven't really dealt with anything like that in a while, but I, I guess you do have to kind of analyze relationships in that way. Like how much is the relationship worth it to, to you and how much difficulty is it causing? Uh, are they offending you in any way, hurting you in any way? And if it's, if, if that equation doesn't work out in the person's favor, then yeah, it's, what are you doing? Why are you keeping that person around? Yeah. There's no need for it. Like I said, I'd still enjoy the person's company, but like, we're not, that's not us anymore. You're at an arm's length away. Then I will keep you there until further notice. Yeah. I guess I did have something like that a couple of years ago. There was this guy. I, I, I don't know. I don't, wouldn't really call him my friend, but we, we went surfing once and we hung out a couple of times and then he did something kind of similar. He, I, I found out that he was, talking about me in a negative way to other people. Ugh, and, yeah. uh, and I pretty much instantly just <clears throat> actually I did it the same way you're doing it. Cause I guess it depends how close you are in the first place, but 
like if, if he was a close friend and somebody I valued, I probably would have had it out with him. Um, yeah. But in this case, he just messaged me a few times. I just never replied. Just like, fuck you, man. Uh, and and it, it definitely depends on the offense. But in this situation, it was very clear that um, he had no loyalty towards me whatsoever. Like yeah, he, you were just someone to do yeah. that hobby with surfing. He didn't have many other surfer friends. So guess what? Yeah, this this fucking guy will go. Yeah. So yeah, I had a. I guess I did have a kind of a similar situation. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it you got to really weigh it out because repeat offenders they'll just do the same thing. And the whole talking negatively behind your back, but like being nice to you, it's such bullshit. Like, if you really think negatively of a person, why do you want to spend time with them? Why are you try? Why is he reaching out to you to hang out, but then talking shit about you? You're getting some wild stuff over there. I mean, they're yeah. I remember from our birth, there was a story that I've been wanting you to tell, and it's been two years, and I still think about it every day. Oh, that was a Texas story, but... Yeah, but you get yourself into some shit. I feel like I'm Didn't not... I tell that story? I thought I told that story. I don't know. That was one you were like, absolutely not. <laughs> 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 so I was like, okay. All right, I'm not going to push. So this is just my you know, quarterly reminder that I think it would do really well. We're just a little, couple of gossipy guys here, huh? We like to gossip. You know, we like to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> I've been watching gossipy shows. That's what I do. Have you? Yeah, I love reality TV. Love reality. What TV. are you watching now? Uh, all Star Shore. It's um a place where like all these reality TV players go and play this game, and it's a whole week. Angelina from Jersey Shore's on it. We got Blake from The Bachelor on it or Bachelorette on it. There's like Jersey Shore, fucking London Shore that I never heard about, but a mix of all these people from different reality shows in one. How is it? It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Lots of drama. Lots of drama. And it's on Paramount Plus, so they let the swears fly. It's not bleeped out. So I like that. Um, we got Bachelorette on Mondays. Angelina's uh, got to be like 40 now, right? I, that, that, that's a long time good. ago. She still looks Does good. She? Yeah. Her nose is fucked. Uh, well, let's not judge women here. No, um, no, 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 no. <laughs> I did think she was the uh, most attractive. I think. Wait, did I? Which one is she? You got a Googler. Maybe it's JWoww. Definitely wasn't Snooky. Definitely not JWoww. Uh, I think was I'm it? thinking of Sammy. Ron, stop. <laughs> yeah, we're real gossipy now. Yeah, this is actually just going to. You know what else I pushed a little while too? For you to start watching Bachelor and Bachelorette on Mondays, and then us have a little segment once a week where we talk about the Bachelor. I don't have access to cable TV though. I, I gotta. Know, I know. Is the season still going on right now? The uh, for Bachelor or All Star Short? Yeah, Bachelor. Yeah, well, it's Bachelorette. Yeah, there's two Bachelorettes. So, how deep are we into it? Um, probably a little less than halfway. Give or take a few episodes. That's probably too far. We're talking yeah. like 10 episodes. Yeah, we, we can we can pick it up next season. That's fine. All right. I, I promise you I'll be on board. Because I love reality TV. Bachelorette used to be one of my favorites, but it's kind of fallen off. I like The Bachelor better just because I feel like there's more drama in the house when it's a house full of females. It's more 
not more drama necessarily, but like, I don't want to see drama that I know about. I'm a guy, you know, I've seen all this drama. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Like, I know that that's ingrained in my DNA. I like seeing yeah, the other yeah. side of things. I agree. I like that, too. Yeah. And the guys are just dumb. I, most I remember guys... something else I wanted to talk about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The um, how did I phrase it to you in the in the chat? It was about how. We are fascinated, but as a society, like we really like psychopaths, narcissists, sociopaths. Um, and the way I was thinking about it is because have you seen these uh, these guys, Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate pop up? Dude, I've only seen them pop up a few times, but he's so insufferable. I actually like him. You're going to take a hit with our female demographic. Go on. Well, I hate him so much. He's just saying he's there for shock value. Sure, it might yeah. be like funny because of just how ridiculous it is. He's got some points, though. I don't disagree with him. So did Hitler. No, I'm just kidding. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a bad but No, um, yeah, so no, he, he is he's extremely outspoken. He's got extremely strong opinions, and he's getting really, really popular on the Internet right now. I wish he was. Um, People like that need to. Yeah, and I um, so I saw that I saw them. Uh, they're, they're brothers, but usually we're talking about Andrew when Tate's come up. I didn't um, know he had a brother. He's I, I've only seen the other guy. That's just yeah. fucking annoying. Sorry. I, he's like Gary V to me now. Well, there's another example there, too. But anyway, I was uh, so I. I saw some videos of, of that. I went down this rabbit hole. I, I was watching the Tates a little bit. And then on the related video, I saw Jordan Belfort, the, uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just started thinking, like, why do these guys succeed so much? Why do, why do people love to listen to these guys, watch these guys? And uh, I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting topic because, like, Catch Me If You Can, Wolf of Wall Street all these characters that are basically criminals, scammers, con artists, they, they don't give a fuck about anybody but themselves, but we really admire them as a society. Um, yeah. And I wanted to maybe open something up. If you have any thoughts, I just want to make one point before I like how it was like, you like this nar- narcissist. Maybe you would love to listen to this narcissist. Yeah. 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 As a matter of fact, I would. Yeah. Um, I think it just has to do with people wanting to have a little bit more of that in them like the confidence to just be like fuck it i'm gonna do this i'm giving it a shot and it doesn't even need to be on such a large scale of like like catch me as if you can fucking genius dude he was like genuinely unbelievably smart and very hard to catch the movie is fucking phenomenal that was like one of my favorite movies back in the day great movie when he's pretending to be a doctor looks broken do you concur i concur (laughs) <laughs> it, it was just so good Leonardo DiCaprio plays it so well do you think if in Catch Me If You Can the movie they had an ugly guy play him do you think he would still have been a successful movie and people would still look up to this this character because he was he I, like famous really before the movie like obviously he had like oh a newspaper article written about him because it was back in the day but like hearing the story, seeing it on film, and then having fucking Leonardo DiCaprio play it. I think it's the same thing as like Wolf of Wall Street. I think there's so many of these stories, or that other one, uh, Inventing Anna. 
I, I think I've there's so many. I think there's so many people that have done similar things that you won't really hear about it until it gets picked up by Hollywood or something like that. And then all of a sudden everybody knows about it, but um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, to answer your question about the, the attractiveness, I think it, I think it was more about charisma. I think, um, I think like, for example, one of the first actors I think of when I think of um, charisma, despite lack of attractiveness is uh, Steve Buscemi. Um, What he did in Boardwalk Empire. Did you ever watch that? I think I watched the first season. I need to watch it, though, because I know it's a really good show. Absolutely remarkable in the way that he, um, Buscemi, he became the character who's this uh, like larger than life boss of a guy in Atlantic City in the, in the 30s or whatever it was, or probably earlier. But anyway, Buscemi is this pretty unattractive guy, objectively speaking, or, yeah. or by, by cultural standards, whatever. Um, but he's got so much charisma. He's got such ability to act confidently that you can actually like it's totally believable that he's got these young hot girlfriends you don't question it for a second it because because he becomes that um you can see someone on the surface before knowing anything about them not be attracted to them and then you know when they start talking by the end of it you think oh yeah that's an attractive person only works for guys though no (laughs) i don't think so like really? I found, I found girls attractive, and then got to know them, and went, "Oh no!" Oh well, that is no, that's no. The but I've seen it. I no, I know that. What I'm saying, it can work both ways. But I've seen it. You're you're so fucking sexist lately, Kyle. You I was know, trying. Yeah. yeah, he was just kidding. Well, I don't know. I think um, I'm definitely. He's winking, He's winking right now. <laughs> I, I took it to the sexist extreme. But it's far more commonly seen with men. You've done your research on that. It's just pretty intuitive, I think. Stop trying to be so safe. Come on. You know, I'm not trying about. to be safe. I'm just trying to play both sides here. I play both sides, so I always win. Both side Chris is what they call him. Yep, Chrissy both sides. But, um, yeah, back to the idea. I think, I think what you said uh, about why we admire the, the, those people, the narcissists or whatever, I think you're right. I think that that was what I came to, too, is kind of they have something that we don't have uh, people that have maybe some self-esteem issues, some some confidence issues. These people, they the way they portray themselves, they just don't doubt their philosophy what, whatsoever. And they and they they take action too. like if you look at um, Catch Me If You Can or Wolf of Wall Street, whatever these people like they don't waste time. Seemingly, uh, apparently, they, they just they, they have this idea of what's right or how to get what they want and they go for it. And um, people like me, uh, there's a lot of people that have trouble with motivation. Sometimes we, we see that and we want some of that. I definitely think that's true. Yeah. And one thing. One of the key words you said there was how they portray themselves. Mm. Do you think the people that are portraying themselves Obviously, it's going to be different case to case. Do you think they're putting on a little bit of a facade at all times? Definitely. Um, yeah. So, Depending on who you're talking about or whatever disorder they've got. The, yeah. I, I, I'm not um, super knowledgeable about like narcissists and stuff. But from what I understand, it, it is a facade. Yeah. 
and we know that, but we still kind of want a little bit of what they have. Mm. Isn't that kind of, I don't know, weird? We know they're being fake. We, we wish we could put on that same mask, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, for me, I'm as raw as real as it gets, baby. I don't, I don't fake things. I'll fart in front of you. I'm not cool. I got a bad hairline. I'll point it out. <laughs> but I don't want to be that fake guy. So I kind of want the real thing of what they're faking. Because there is a happy right. medium, I feel. It's not I always. I had that thought too. Yeah. Yeah, when you've got that um, persona, especially publicly, you're not free to tell the 100% truth if you're not. Yeah, if you're suffering from a lack of motivation or something like that, you got to hide that. Yeah. Like uh, any 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 super motivational self help person or or somebody who presents themselves like that, they kind of have to uphold that. I was I was actually thinking about this in terms of like therapists and stuff too, and I was thinking, I wonder how many therapists don't feel free to be honest about their own mental health because I need to be the one that's helping you fix yours. Exactly. Yeah, and that made me think. Like, I wonder how much of that's going on. Are you going to buy a self-help book if the guy's like, fuck, I'm depressed. And he tweets that out. Here's my book. Hope it sells right. well. No, of course no. not. No. You got to put that on to sell tickets. And isn't that what, I mean, th there must be a lot of therapists doing that too. Like you go see them and they're going to pretend they're good because they have to. Right. But yeah. I feel like we're in an area now where therapists can be more comfortable being open about how they're feeling whereas before when therapy was kind of taboo and it's like you got something wrong with you therapists were told okay you need to know how to fix this you're just you went to school for this there's no way you can be affected by it because you know you're helping other people fix their stuff you know how to fix your stuff so just do that and also fix other people but i feel like we know more now and it's like yeah it doesn't matter how well you know how to treat people with this you can still feel similarly and not have an answer I think that's true, but I just wonder if um, I just wonder if it still happens like that anyway. Where they are, yeah, pro I mean, probably at least face to face with patients. Hey, good yeah, morning, I mean, Doc. That's... How are you doing? Fuck. Oh, you yeah. have a minute? Yeah, like <laughs> this, it just won't work like that. Yeah, that's kind of a professionalism thing too, I guess. Yeah, it's like you can't bring in your outside feelings into work. Yeah. You got to separate work, deal with your stuff outside of work. But I don't, I wonder for therapists, like when you are in those moods and then you talk to someone that's dealing with something just horrible, that can't help you at all. It's a very tough profession. Yeah. Like imagine, you know, with your post COVID blues, you have to deal with someone who is just unbelievably depressed and you're talking with them and trying to help them work through it. One, how do you find motivation to help them work through it? Two, how does that not just drag you down? Yeah, the, that whole thing about like you're the average of the people you interact with the most. What if all the people you interact with are just super down in the dumps all the time? Yeah, that's got to rub off on you. Has to. I mean, that's probably what you're going through too right now. You just want to surround yourself with just yourself and you're down in the dumps. So you just keep wow. surrounding yourself with yourself. I want to. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just bringing yourself down. <laughs> yeah. How does that work if you surround yourself with nobody? 
Do, do, do you count in that? I don't know. I think eventually you just start losing all your uh, social skills. We saw yeah. that with the pandemic. Just lose your mind. Yeah. When you come out and you're like, oh, my God, I could see people again. And then you have to go interact with the cashier without a mask on for the first time. And you don't know how to keep your mouth. You're just like, you don't know how to do it anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of miss the masks. Uh, dude, don't be one of those guys. No, and it's not for like COVID or sickness. It's just because I don't want people to see my ugly mug. That's the point oh, I'm at. Oh, lock the face, right? No one knows it's me. I can wear that. Probably didn't sound good over the microphone. Lock my face. No one knows it's me. I can wear whatever the fuck I want. I could show up messy hair. No one knows it's me. I mean, some people might, but. You know, you get a little what's, uh, um, anonymity. What's up with this whole monkeypox thing? Are we going back in? No. Um, I had a funny thought last night. I don't, You might need to cut it out. So I don't know if these stats are true. Um, I think 98% of the people that are affected by it is uh, the homosexual and bisexual community. I heard that on Rogan, so it might not be true. And I didn't look it up myself. Okay, but if that stat is true, and then you contracted monkeypox, but it didn't have to do, you didn't actually engage in any uh, sexual acts with the same sex. How would you approach the situation if you came down with it? <laughs> would you, you like? Uh, would you open it up with people? like? Would you open up? Because sometimes I think it's obvious when you have it, right? I don't know. I think when you have monkeypox, you get like uh, stuff like sores on your face and stuff. Oh. So if you got it and you didn't, it wasn't from homosexual sex, which we here at W Negative support. Want to be clear <laughs> on that. And you came down with it. How would you address the situation? Like, would you go out and like you're with your friend and you're like, dude, I know it looks like, but that's not me. I don't know how I got it. Or would you just pretend <laughs> like you had nothing? How would you approach it? Because everyone's going to be looking at you like, oh, I didn't know Kyle was gay. Huh, it's tough because it's like, as soon as you deny it, people are going to think that even more. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of in a bind. I think Rogan said 98% of the community was homosexual or bisexual human beings. And the other 2% were lying. Uh, yeah maybe absolutely could be so why though why why is it only affecting the gays i'm not sure i don't know if that's that's true you look like you're doing research Back i, I googled up. it and i saw um a lot about a lot about homosexuality yeah okay i, I don't know so i don't know i don't know why but i was curious as to how you would address the situation if you got it being a straight cisgender white male. Should we practice? On it. What do you mean? Like All if right, we so were to say, get it? <clears throat> well, no, let's say let's say we, you know, we just started the podcast right now. Yep. And uh you know, I say, Chris, I, I got monkey pox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. can't do it. <laughs> How did you get that? Uh, it wasn't what you're thinking. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. 
how do you do that right you just don't do video for like a couple weeks like oh my camera's broken i don't know what happened but like as far as like going out in public do you just get ahead of it or do you just all right i know i'll try let's try again let's try again okay chris welcome to doubly negative okay <laughs> all right kyle chris, um, uh I, I i don't know what happened i'm i i got monkeypox um is this are we leading towards some breaking news on the doubly negative podcast um i i i, I got, got monkeypox i don't know i want the world to know <laughs> no chris I, i'm not i'm not oh i, I got oh, a girlfriend oh, oh i didn't i mean i don't know not that there's anything wrong with that yeah but it's not your preference but would you believe me uh, be, be honest I believe you, but I would always have my feelers out. I'd be looking for other clues. Yeah. I'd wait for more information. I'd watch the data and be like, oh, okay, maybe he was telling the truth. Chances are he wasn't. It's interesting, too. It's, it's still like that. It's like, obviously, most rational people know there's nothing wrong with being gay. But No. But some people would still hide it. And I don't know. Maybe you would hide it. Maybe you're gay. I thought about it, but I like boobs, so. What do you mean you thought about it? I didn't actually think about it. It's just <laughs> I didn't expect the follow-up there, so I figured I'd throw that in. And then, you, What do you mean? No, I, I like boobs. Did you ever think about it? No, it never really crossed my mind. You know, from a young age, when you see your first pair of tits on the TV, that that's what you like, if that's what you like. But did you ever consider that maybe... You would like the other thing too. Not like, oh, you thought I think I might like that. You could always be like, oh, maybe I was supposed to be gay, but I just went too far with the straight thing, just because it's a funny conversation to have with yourself. You supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I'd, I'd have sex with Brian Gosling if he asked for the would story. You? For the story. No, I wouldn't. Obviously, I, I can't do it. But that's not obvious. I'd be flattered. Hmm. I'd be pumped. How you about seem you? a little defensive. Hey, not dude. No, I'm fucking not, dude. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> Just a cover up the whole time. No, no, I like boobs and butts, especially my wife's. I want to make that abundantly clear. Yeah, I don't know. The thought of being intimate with a guy is pretty repulsive to me. Um, not. not for you. And I don't know. I, I've actually wondered that too. Like, is that? Did it get beat? Is that beat, it? Get beaten out of me from a young age. That like, Ooh. that was a bad choice of words. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, but I, I've wondered: is that feeling, that gut reaction, that I don't like it, is that a, a societal thing, cultural thing, or is that just me being totally straight? Do, do you know some people? Th there's like um, a lot of people think it's a spectrum sexuality it's like nobody's like a hundred percent straight or like most people aren't um a lot of people think that but then when i when i really like really think about it like being intimate with a guy i just really don't want to be yeah i don't think yeah that's not something i could do just not for us yeah well that's all i had a follow-up oh um next time we visit next time you, we visit Oh, dude, yeah, because like, imagine if we were married. It'd be way better. We'd be playing FIFA, getting drunk, yeah, all the time. 
It would end well. Huge orgies. Would, I don't think it would end well for us. Why? I think we would both like get really fat. And, you know, um, who knows? Maybe we'd push each other. Literally and figure. Would you make me <laughs> would you make that buffalo chicken pizza if I yeah. asked for it? Yeah, I would definitely cook for you. I would definitely be uh, the like the girl, I'd be asking I for think. that pizza all the time. I think I would definitely be the feminine one, even though you have the Ooh. long blonde hair. It's just because uh, I don't mind cooking. Oh god, that's probably cut that out. <laughs> Societally, if we're looking at things how things were back in the day, I like to cook. I don't like to clean. That's that's on you. So you would be the bottom. We would work it out. We'd try both, see what we liked best. Mm. And if we both, we'll have to swap back and forth. I think I could do that. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I could be flexible. Next time you're in Rhode Island, <laughs> I'm going to say, Michelle, I want you to go out with the girls. I want you to go to Atlantic City. Here's my card. Do yep. something. You're going to move in for a week. And we're going to do a trial run. An experiment, if you this, will. Th- for science. For science. Yeah, and we'll see if it's something that we're interested in. And, uh, I mean, we'll find out. A lot of content for Patreon on that. We'd have to switch to OnlyFans, I think. But there would be a <laughs> lot of content. Which I would totally do, too. With you, if you wanted. If we What's get that? OnlyFans. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Any way to make some extra cash. Probably just feet stuff, though. Okay. I really would sell feet pictures, but I don't have good feet, so I'm going to try to get Michelle to start selling some feet. You pictures. say that like it's like a, like an unbelievable thing? Of course, dude. That'd be the best, easiest way to make money ever. Yeah, because I we know someone who does it. They just sell feet pictures. On Do we? Well, me and Michelle know them, not not you. Oh, yeah? And they make decent money off it. They also have like a job, but it's just like extra cash. Like, here's a picture of my big toe, dude. Give me 200 bucks. That's awesome. Yeah. So check me out on feetfinder.com. Is that a website? Yeah. Are you going to it now? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Feet Finder is a website? Uh Uh-huh. It's not that hard to find feet. No, you can Google it. Oh, my God. How does this work? Does it say search for feet near you? I've never actually been on the site. It says uh, the safest and easiest website to buy and sell custom feet content. Well, son of a bitch. Are you getting on there tonight? Um, they, they actually, <laughs> my internet blocks it. Wow. So I'll have to use my VPN after we get off, but yeah. After we get off, you're going to get off. Um, Speaking of, I got something brewing. The espresso is coming out now. So we got to wrap this up quick before I mess up my chair. Um, Let's do it. Thank you all for listening. Kyle, I hope you feel better. I feel better after talking. Do you feel better after talking? A little bit. All right. Great. Follow us on Patreon, Instagram, all that. Bye. This is life being bound to love.